You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Nate Pata. Hey there. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is a returning guest from show number 32 of this podcast. We haven't seen him in, like, what, three years? One of the original gang we started stand-up with, now an occasional stand-up comedian and advertising freelancer who has written commercials for Snickers, Lowe's, Arby's, AIG, AT&T, Pizza Hut, etc. And he never put Neil and I in squat. Well, look at us now, bitch. <laughs> it's Brian Flynn. <laughs> I tried. I got Neil on a radio commercial yeah, once. Brian saved my, he saved my... He got more to be in the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. All right, I take it back. Did you make a lot of money on that one? Yeah, he got me my health insurance. Oh, he did? Uh, no. no, I got but it sounded good. Oh, you got Peter, Peter of all Peter the people not pizza. to get Exactly. It, That's what <laughs> yeah. really ticked us off yeah, the most. You, oh, you when, he, when he was the post office guy? No, the pizza. He was in a pizza hut. Pizza hut. Yeah. I got DC in a commercial. Yep. The yeah, AIG. I watched that the other yep. day. That was a good commercial. Yeah. We were talking about you on the set. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. yep. And uh, yeah, he remembers it well. Okay. Yep. And um, how's it going? How's it going in that world? Uh, good, good. Yeah, it was, you know, you uh, working? back in 1992, I got laid off. I was at this advertising agency and I went out of business. I got laid off. And so, so to change things up, I was collecting unemployment, change things up. I took a job working for Cirque du Soleil, right? Yeah. Just to switch my karma. Cirque du Soleil? Yeah. So Doing what? Setting up the tent. So <laughs> You're after, lying. At, no, I swear to God. You're physically setting up the tent. Yes, but... After like half a day, that I either sucked at setting up the tent, or they realized I had mad skills, so they promoted me to truck driver. Oh. So I would like drive the, like this French Canadian contortionist. I swear to God, really? to New Jersey to go pick up a leotard, and he would like sit in the front seat, like smoking a cigarette. This stupid fucking traffic. You know, smoking cigarettes, and then that night they'd pull him out of a clown's ass. You know. Wait, and, when uh, you were setting up the tent, were you were you like making like this, uh, this is too hard. No, like, were you making I was noises? Fine, but, but or, there were a lot like, of people who like went around like when they weren't in Hell's Angels, they would go around <laughs> and help set up the tent. Oh the yeah, yeah, you didn't fit in. So, so anyway, so advertising. So I was oh, working this God. year in, in January at a great agency, Havas, working on Keurig, yeah. writing stuff for James Corden, and it was going great. And then I was only filling in for people who weren't who were shooting. And then they came back, and then nothing, absolutely nothing. So I took a job working for the census. Okay. It was like 28 bucks an hour, 42 on Sundays. Right. You go around, and wow. you, you knock on the door, you right. know, and I did that for three weeks, and then all of a sudden, three advertising jobs came, so... Wow. So during I felt like I was doing my civic duty until three advertising jobs came along. Like, you said You're on your own. Now Count what yourself. what world do you like better? The corporate world or like the hardcore hands dirty world? Because I would corporate. say senses the corporate world. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. He's like twenty eight, you know, what do you make it? Twenty eight dollars or eight bucks an hour. Yeah, two hundred no, grand a year when you were writing commercials. Yeah, yeah. No, but the the image is you're always happier at that. That's not true, I guess. What do you mean? You're all the, the you're supposed to be happy, not in the corporate life and just doing whatever you want. No, to I do. like the corporate life. It's like structured, and you know, you have to go in the morning. Right. And got it. Okay, so know. the movies just lie to us. Then. Well, it, why are as somebody with your amazing skill at writing these commercials still not in a big agency? Because I, I made the mistake of turning fifty. You know, like, <laughs> stupid man. ageism, idiot. Oh, totally ageism. Well, I mean, are these kids can write better commercials than a fifth no, year? But, What's the big but, deal? But no, they can no, write them for two thousand dollars. Head of some <laughs> corporation said, "Look around the agency, and all you see is our young thirty-year-olds." And it's like he thought that was a good thing, you know. Oh. But yeah. it's stupid. It, it's ageism, and, and most of the time, the only way I get a job is if people need someone with experience, right? And they don't even think about demographics or we got to fill this role well so that with, every agency they cut they, yeah, um, they cut there's no 50 year old advertising yeah, writers pay, but you look you're gonna pay 10 people twenty thousand dollars and then you'll get 10 for one 
Yeah, they oh, don't care. They're true. sitting in the corporate office. They don't care how it gets done. Right. They just care that they get it done uh, for less money, you know, and then you they make more money. You literally probably in advertising, so many people want to be in it when they're young out of college. You probably can have half of a half of maybe I'm lying, half of them for free. They'll probably sit yeah, in that no, office too no. for uh, free. When I, one time I get laid off and the guy who let me go said I could I would have to let go of five other people for or you, oh, you know, right. so. Well, I was watching Mad Men, and I'm kidding. So <laughs> <laughs> it didn't seem like everybody was that young. Um, so uh, can you believe that we're doing? We got in a television show. Yeah. I'm, oh my God! It's so. It's like I feel like so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty exciting. I yeah. mean, I'll show you a piece if okay, you want. Okay. Yeah, I want to see it. But um, yeah, and Neil's got in too. He's yeah. in Rami, and he's in this. And yeah. uh, oh, Rami was awesome. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that was like great acting. Thank you. I'm spinning. There I'm trying go. to do the spinoff series, Immigration Lawyer. It's called. That's it's a good more idea. dramatic you though. Do it. Well, it's Neil, apparently you could do Immigration Lawyer. You can do Security Guard, but you can't <laughs> hold up a pizza in a Pizza Hut commercial. <laughs> no, apparently, no, no. right? What? I did the voiceover. He got me. <laughs> he got me in a voiceover, and he Not, almost got him fired. Like, where the fuck did you find this guy? I used to go on all the time for lawyers, doctors, yeah, yeah. and accountants. Not yeah. one call in. Like how many, you're finding better Jews? The commercial game. <laughs> the I commercial game. You were tough. not in the yeah. union, so I don't know if we yeah. could have used. Oh, you. I was in the union when yeah, you were yeah, still working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I got hot for like three or four years where I was doing it was so much. The commercial game. And you really could have got me in the yeah. union. That's a thing. I guess. I mean, I. We need this guy. <laughs> that face is gonna sell yeah, my yeah. pizza. Yeah. No, uh, you worked with some guy. I won't mention his name, but that guy was he was the nemesis of all of us. Trying to think who I don't who? know. We won't say his okay. name. Okay, but All you right. know which commercial? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> what those callbacks? When I remember those days when you get a callback, and it would, even for uh, for Brian, and be like, you go from like three people, and then you go on the callback. There's literally like eighty people yeah. in the room, and yeah. it's just so. No, well, it's not an I easy tried job. To get, uh, Peter in in a commercial, yeah, and he was in it. And my boss, it was my first job at BBDO, and the boss comes by and he wants to see all the big commercials. Now, this little one was a test market for uh, Indiana, somewhere. Nobody was going to see that commercial, yeah. right? <laughs> but Peter was in it, and he was still going to get paid money. Uh -huh. And the stupid producer goes, "Don't you, hey, Charlie, don't you want to see this commercial? And he looks at us like, you know, his first job. Of course I, of course I want to see that commercial, yeah. even though it's right. insignificant. Yeah. He looks at the commercial, and he goes, that commercial is an abortion. <laughs> Get every person out of there and make it all food. And in one fell swoop, Peter went for $5,000 to make zero dollars. That was so crazy. Uh, but did, so where, did you do, I always think you did AT&T when we did AT&T, but that wasn't when, you. I was out in LA. That was just, I always felt like you did that one, but I guess you didn't. Uh, no. Anyways. How's your pandemic going? Yeah, how's the... What are you How's doing? Pandemic? You're home. My life hasn't changed. I mean, uh, I get up, I walk the dog, you know, I uh, stop licking subway railings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you been on the subway since the pandemic? Yeah. I have to go to the doctor on Friday. So, okay. you know, just you nothing careful. has changed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I mean, mean, what about uh, all when in the heat of it in that what? March, April, May? You know, I got sick in May and I was I had 102 fever. You thought this is it? I huh? thought that was it. Uh, fortunately, it wasn't COVID. Thank God, it was just an extremely painful and debilitating ear infection. That <laughs> did me you on get my like? Ass. Did you get dizzy? I went and to shit? The, no, I just went to the um, what you call it, City MD, and and they looked in there. So, how long do you suffer at home before you go? I guess I got to go. Like, yeah, because do, oh, do you just eat no, it as long as you much can right away? Because I was scared. Right. Oh, right away you go to City, and you're like, as soon as I had a fever, I went to the doctor. Oh my God. It was to the point back then. It was like, oh, you don't have COVID. Thank God. You have Ebola. All right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They can fix Ebola. <laughs> Wait, when fine. you walked into the place, did they treat you like a pariah? Did they go? No, it was normal. But I mean, I, I kind of knew it was the ears because right. I had been feeling it. So, uh, mm. but like, did you guys do this? What I did every morning when you wake up, you, you check your symptoms like, do I have a sore throat? <laughs> every morning. Every single morning. This was like 2 or 3, 2 a.m. We were in L.A., yeah. and everybody's afraid that every, the plane ride is going to kill us. Yeah. The, everybody in the yeah. bubble is going to kill us because they had to take off their mask to do the shoot. Right. That some girl running around the supermarket had, you know. Coughing, hacking. Who knows? You know, right. who, who knows? You know, we yeah. were just worried. Well, she scared us, the lady that gave us a COVID speech is like, yeah, uh, stay away from anybody that's working. <laughs> because the working people have it and, and i was like fuck that's everybody yeah that's like we're the on crew. a set where people are working right. that's everybody at our hotel yeah that's every like 
don't talk to the people at the counter. Don't talk to the the maid. Don't talk to the. And I was like, oh my god, don't talk to anybody. You know? I know, I know something you didn't get to do. You don't you guys do a Vegas trip every fall, like right yeah, as but football I heard season. Vegas is like it's dead. No, it's chaos and it's the, COVID. Uh, yeah. Well, they've dropped the prices at all these like really nice hotels, so it's like a you know just a you know there's no fights in the arena. There's fights on the street. You know <laughs> the Walmart crowd at Bellagio. I love Vegas, but Vegas is a shithole. But Neil, you know, it's our shithole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We go there every year, visit our money, and uh, uh, but it's it's really a horrible place. Yeah, and and they do a good job of hiding it, but yeah. now it can't be hidden because it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, when you go to Vegas, the whole point is that you do you you can't be worrying about dying when you're right. in Vegas. The whole yeah. point is it's a carefree. Gambling, and it's also action. You can't out. have seven people well, in your casino. Well, you can't worry about dying because you're always planning on killing yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're <laughs> yeah. gonna, you're literally killing yourself at on the trip. But you don't want to worry about you, L.A. I mean, uh, Las Vegas cannot. It just doesn't work at all in this. No, I mean, of any of the places, it doesn't work. No, but I'd also, be afraid to go. But also, you got there's no energy. If you went there now, it would no. be you guys in the sports book. That's yeah. not fun. You got to have these crazy people all around yeah. you. Yeah, no, it's. I wouldn't go. I'm still is one of the most beautiful moments of my unless life. You want to go, Neil? I really, I know. Unless we go tomorrow, I still say, and Brian knows this because he's he's the only one that. Because to this day, I I, I might have been talking to myself, but I walked down at the sports book that morning at for college football, and there was this guy, a young black man, mm-hmm. and he was on fire, and he had like ten books, college football yep. books, and he's like. Uh, yeah, you want to go ahead and bet Arkansas State in half? <laughs> yeah, he was and it, like, and uh, then I just kept, I was like, he was like oh, the right. rain man. Over yeah, the yeah, yeah. I was just like, and he'd be flipping through like a a five hundred yeah. page book, and then yeah. he'd be like, uh, you want to take uh, Bowling Green in the third quarter? <laughs> that was like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, look for that guy every time he went back. He look for him. And me and Brian, we were running up. I was like, I've never been on a third quarter before, and yeah. I was I was betting everything, and then never saw him again. So I begin to wonder if. If he really didn't exist, if it was just a uh, fake name, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, you're it like, dreaming it. Yeah, it was like Fight Club. Well, now you don't even have to go in. They have the app now, and apparently people just bet on the app. So the high rollers don't even go into the place anymore. You yeah, know, they don't sit in the sports book. They fun. make their bet. Yeah, yeah. The whole the fun part was watching Ben Affleck come back and forth and and yelling and screaming. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh was yeah, a, I was there uh, performing. Went yeah, I went to Vegas. The you know the Comedy Cellar opened Vegas, so I'm in there, and then after I would take a. I'll walk into whatever, and there's people screaming, you know, uh-huh. at, at, at the sport. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This Last is time we saw Pete Rose, he was sitting right next to us. Oh, yeah, Pete Rose is always yeah. at Caesar's <laughs> Palace. A <laughs> little sad, you know. Yeah. He would go sign autographs yeah. and whatever money he'd make. That's right. He'd, he'd gamble it. Yeah. But he was yeah. gambling the sports book. I thought that was just classic that he's like this big, still just gambling yeah. like crazy. He's still betting on the Reds. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete Rose. <laughs> You've been in the same apartment here in New York for like 30 years, right? 27 years, yes. Oh, my God. And you still paying $500? No. Well, uh, I was living, I moved in there. 1993 and then that I was, was paying like 800 move. bucks and then downstairs the girl moved out so I was paying 850 and then the guy next to me died so uh, I think Neil was like hey you, you got any apartments you, you live in a great area so I said you know apartment 3A is available so I called the landlord Mr. Goldman now Mr. Goldman owned more buildings than Trump right and you would call the office you'd say can I speak to Mr. Goldman Speaking, <laughs> uh, Mr. Goldman. Hey, it's Brian. Uh, I was calling about three. What's the rent going to be? Ah, uh, it's going up to four hundred eighty-seven dollars a month. <laughs> I said four eighty-seven. Can I have it? He said, uh, "Okay, sure." <laughs> so he was so cheap. All he had to do was put fifteen grand into renovating it. Yeah. Show the city. Then he could have raised it to like fifteen hundred at the time. Right. Now the, the, that apartment's going for three thousand, and I pay. Nine hundred. Wow, Jesus! Like oh my Can you God. imagine? In the year it's such a nice place. You got a balcony. You yeah, got, uh, I mean, it's an amazing. Well, I wouldn't say nice. I mean, like, yeah, yeah but it's a good big Why, things. Fall you never off. wanted to put money See, into it's it. It's nice to put something on a counter. It doesn't fall off. <laughs> <laughs> my apartment, the, the floor is like slanted. If you put a marble yeah. on one end, it goes. Now, have you thought about like going in and like redoing everything yourself? Because you don't want to because it's a rental. But then you've lived well, there for I mean, so I, long. I make improvements, but you can't do too much. Otherwise, they'll kick you out. You know. They're no. watching me, you know. Oh, you you think you like put subway tile in the bathroom and just like shine well, it up? Well, I've they... done that, but I haven't done crazy renovations. Oh, okay, okay. Oh my god. So, all right. So the other n- news that we want you to comment on. Go so ahead. our good friend uh, John Mooney, mm-hmm. uh, who's been on the show that we also started with, wrote a musical. Yes. As Neil told you about this musical. Yeah, he he mm-hmm. knows it too. Yeah. You know about the musical? I, I, yeah, yeah, I heard the music. 
<laughs> and I liked it. I mean, yeah, I had some good. suggestions yeah. uh, how to make it better, but it, it has potential, you know. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, you don't like <laughs> no, it? No, no, I like it. I'm just saying I think... Uh, we got to get John on to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I liked yeah. it. I thought it was good. It, it has, it's, it's crazy. It's a different concept. Uh, listen, come on. You see what's on Broadway. I mean, people yeah. singing about everything. So, And uh, the other one is Peter Voris calls me all the time, Ugh. and he open, he calls me in character and his character is <laughs> coronavirus can you just do the bit please like, our coronavirus yeah, yeah. oh, oh coronavirus it's it. the most yeah. racist oh, totally. yeah and he wants me to put that on my podcast i'm in working for a network <laughs> and he wants me to put the most racist bit and the emmy goes to <laughs> for <laughs> supermarket sweep wait a minute yeah i'm like please stop Lady talking Marcus like, he goes, it'll be funny i'm like yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah, it was hilarious. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, he's such bad. an idiot. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay, All right, the second corner today is like, we've been talking about this forever, and you have to go through this with us. So at one point, you didn't have that apartment. You bought a boat and yes. lived on the boat These for a year. These are my favorite stories of this all time. This is the, the crazy... Wait, now, first of all, let me just set this up for the audience. <laughs> oh. Where? In Manhattan? No, it was in New Jersey. Okay, so you were living in New Jersey and commuting into work? Y- yes. Okay, and you're like... Yeah, go ahead. Jersey City. On the boat? No, 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 no. no. So the boat sloop is in New Jersey. Yeah, slip. Slip. Sorry, I thought it was sloop. So it's in New Jersey, and you and your friend do this, Mark, and decide to live on that boat for a year. Yeah, you know, you're living at home, and you got to get out. It's like two years out of college, and and Mark's like, we had a house down in Jersey Shore, and he's like, hey, you know, where I work, there's these guys are selling these boats, you know, like 30,000. We could... We could get just put a little money down. We get a loan, yeah. and we can live on this boat and pay. It was like six hundred dollars a month, right? Right for the for um, the boat for the loan for the loan. Okay, on the boat. And so, clearly, the girls so are going like to. Your you're calculation like, is the girls are going to love it. Yes. So <laughs> you're like, oh, that's three hundred bucks a month. So, but the boats were old. Like the one boat we bought, nineteen sixty nine wooden <laughs> boat, no right. fiber. Like fiberglass hadn't even been invented back then. So, <laughs> it was always a danger. So. We bought it and we were paying like 600 bucks a month. But then you go to the dock and the dock is like we went in September and it was like $50 a foot, which is it was a 43 foot boat. So that's wow. 15. Oh, that was a hidden $2, cost. $2,000. Yeah. And cost. it's not like so we pay that every month. No, you owe it to me now. Yeah. And then and then in the summer it was $110 a foot. So that's $40,000 oh, and you owe it now. And then like, you know. It's like having a dog, you know, like a dog tennis, like a tennis ball is like a quarter, but a dog tennis ball is like $250. (laughs) And it's the same thing with the boat. Like a spark plug is a nickel, but a boat spark plug is $4,000. And everything. Mark was this like A-type personality. He wanted to take the boat everywhere because it was a real boat. It was like a, a boat that was converted into something you could live on. Right. Not a houseboat. A houseboat. We just live on it. Right. That's what I wanted. He wanted to take it everywhere. Okay. So there was a time one night when I, if I had come home one hour earlier, my house would have been gone because Mark took it out and ended up having to get it towed. Did back you have in. to have to sit there and sit there and wait for your house to come home? I would have had to. The coast. Uh, he he lost an engine. We lost the engines that night, and he was sitting in the Hudson, and uh, he had to get the house, my house, towed back home. <laughs> Who do you call? There's no phones back then. We had a phone on the boat but no we didn't have a phone oh man that was another time we took it down to we tried to take it down the jersey shore we tried to take the house down the jersey shore <laughs> so you got all, we open to, water we, we yeah we, we went to a party that night we met all these girls and we said hey we're gonna go down the jersey shore you want to go with us down the jersey shore and they're like yeah yeah the next day the only person shows up is mark's friend tom <laughs> who gets seasick oh, no. instantly oh, no. so as soon as he got on the boat he started throwing up so we get down to about the what's the bridge over Staten Island, Verrazano, and we lose an engine. Now, <laughs> so we 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 have to use the ship to shore radio, right, to yeah. call the mechanic, yep, who happened to live really close to my hometown. Yep. So we call we call the operator and we say we need to make a call. We need to charge it to this phone number, my parents' home phone. Like, number. is the boat smoking and stuff? No, but it was one engine. Not good. Okay. Okay. Let me tell it's it. So two, it's two engines. So you call your parents. We call my parents to accept <laughs> the charges, and and then they're like, "Okay, we, we're connected to call." And then my friend Ob is like, "Hello, yes, this is the summer wine." That was the name of the boat. We're we're in the middle of the Hudson. It's raining. We lost an engine. Uh, we're really nervous. And then I hear, 
Mark, Mark. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's my mother. So I'm like, Mom, hey, Mom, everything's cool. We're, we're OK. Not a problem. Uh, I'll call you when we get back. Click, you know. And so then we decided to turn the boat around and there was no top on the boat. It had blown over sometime sooner. So I'm sitting on a cooler with an umbrella <laughs> in this 43 foot boat going back up the Hudson from Staten Island. And at one point, I swear to God, and I saw, I saw the bottom of the Hudson River. We had hit a swell. Oh, no. Like, and there was like Davy Jones like waving to me from the bottom of the Hudson River. <laughs> and the boat went down and then went straight up in the air. And I said, this is it. We're dead. And somehow it, it righted itself and none of us died. But crashing down. And then we get back to the dock and they're like, they actually helped us. They were kind of dick bags, and they, they helped us. They're like, how are you coming in? Bow or after? We're like... We're backing it in. We didn't even know any of the terminology, you know. So one time we had taken the boat out. We were, and it, it takes on water. Wooden boats take on water, you know. Right. And I got up the next morning and I reached down to get my clothes because they were under my bed. And I, my, I was knee, elbow deep in the high <laughs> the, the pump had, we accidentally turned off the pump overnight. And it, to this day, I, I, OB says, I knew from the sound of your scream that we were sinking so, so you're slowly sinking and i don't know how to swim so oh that was great now so now how back in the day there's that movie with tom cruise cocktail remember and the guy lived yeah, on that yeah, boat yeah. so i have that that's what i have this vision of yeah it wasn't like that, <laughs> it wasn't like, that. <laughs> like so did you ever pick up girls, the girls that's and, the and thing. then did you're you, like you want to come back well you want to come back better. to my boat and then yeah, they'd be yeah, yeah. from manhattan like well, you, one time we went to a concert. We went to see Santana at yeah. the pier near the Intrepid. Right. So we docked next to the Intrepid. We That's right. what I want to hear. Can you like, just hear? Uh, yeah, you yeah, you could see it and you yeah. could hear it. And we went there with five people. We came back with 20 people. Right. And but you're like, cool. this is the that best, the only best thing we've ever done to have that a That was the only like good this. time in four years. <laughs> <That was a, laughs> four years you were on the boat? Yeah, about four years. <gasps> Holy oh, shit. My the winters. Yeah, how cold was it? Okay, yeah. Let's start about the winter. the first... We didn't know anything about carbon monoxide poisoning, thank God. <laughs> but I don't think I was affected by it, Larry. So, uh, 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 we got a, a, pro, a kerosene heater once. Yeah. And uh, the next day, all the plants died. <laughs> I remember I tried to light a cigarette and I couldn't. I tried to light a match yeah. for a cigar and I could, the match wouldn't stay lit. Uh, we didn't know about carbon monoxide. We, so we, you're trying we, to figure we, it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then how'd you figure it out? We just didn't die. <laughs> but how you're you're under under or even under the boat so how cold is it down it there? was it's freezing it sucked the summers were okay because we had an air conditioning but we had a lot of mosquitoes because you're right there. Right. so every night we would have to like spare ourselves with off you right know? right and then once the winter hit that was the worst because the first year we were at this marina and we didn't know it and they turned off the water and so because the pipes would burst right, right? so we found out we have to go to this. They didn't do have much oversight at that marina. So we would go to this place to take a shower. We found where the water was. We turned it back on and we take a shower. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Like, explain how do you take a shower on the boat? So it's like we you have, a, uh, you have two clean water. We have two bathrooms. And on the boat. You hook the hose up to the boat and it's just like a regular. But every morning you have to go outside and hook the hose up? Or no, it's while a, you're... the hose is hooked oh, up okay. constantly. And like, everybody like, does this? Yes. Well, not a lot of people live on a boat. Only only oh. like two other people okay. in the marina live there. And it was fine. The shower was fine. Shower was fine, yeah. Okay. And then, so now, um, it's but it's freezing outside. Yes. So. It sucked. But you've, and it, is there heat in the boat? There were heaters. Yeah. And that's another thing, like electric bill, $50, boat electric bill, $400. <laughs> uh, like, so you're like bleeding money through totally, this Totally, yeah. I think I so why four years? a month ago. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> because we couldn't get out, you know. We, we just couldn't get out. But anyway, let me finish the story Go about ahead. the... Uh, Please. So we would go to this place where they had the showers. There was no heat in there. Right. But we find where the water was on. We turn on the water. That lasted about a week, and then it got really cold. And one day we go there, and the water is shooting out of the ceiling, and the oh lives. And the, we burst the pipes because we left the water on. Oh, so then we had to borrow. We borrowed everyone's hoses. We went. No one was around, so we right. just took their hose. We we lined it up to where that house was. We found a a, a spigot right. and hooked it up, and we had about maybe five hundred feet of hose going to the boat. <laughs> 
And then at the end, we just threw all the hoses in the river because we didn't know where they would (laughs) belong to anyone. Oh, my gosh. And so what, and would you, would you have done this again? No, never. You would never do this again? No, I would live on a boat if it was just like a stationary boat and that was, that was for the purpose of, of just living. But to, Mark wanted to use it, you know, we hit a bridge one time going, going to another marina, we crashed into a bridge. We had no insurance, oh, you know, shit. so. Jesus. But you, when you go out to open water, you've only did, you only did that a couple times. Maybe, maybe eight or nine times. And does it hold up in open water? Like in the ocean, isn't it rough as well, shit? We didn't go into the, the ocean. ocean. We went Just we, down, we down went, the Hudson. We okay, went down so the Hudson. Never we, went, we went from Hackensack, New Jersey. What was your to, longest trip, this one? Yeah, Hackensack, New Jersey to uh, LaGuardia Airport. Really? Yeah. That and so we had sold the boat. So you go up the Hudson that way um, on we top had to go of the down, city. down, down, down in New Jersey, down. Oh, around the into bottom. the Hudson Bay. Okay, and then across the Hudson, up the East River R- through East like River. Devil's Gate, yep. which every sailor was like, "You're not going to Devil's Gate." <laughs> Isn't that that boat up like a toothpick? Isn't that the whirlpool? That's where the whirlpool is, mate. We were terrified. Uh, uh, and so... Uh, and do you see it when you get to Devil's Gate? Was, we had about six people on the boat. You could hear a pin drop. We were so terrified. Nothing happened. So you went right through? Yeah, I we went right through it. We, where is so, Devil's Gate? Because I've heard about East this. River. Right by like Randall's Island? Is a whirlpool? That's what they say. Like back in the day, like all these ships went down, but I think they fixed it. Oh, they, oh, they, okay. they, cause but we, we sold the boat. Wait, wait, aren't there other big ass ships? Floating? Yes. And yeah. what do you do? Yeah, when you wake? fucking get scared. <laughs> well, what's, the, what's the wake if you're behind a cruise ship or yeah. something like that? Well, you would try to stay away from them, right. but there were these giant boats, these that were being towed that you had to watch out for the line. Right. And they couldn't, one time we had a chicken match with the circle line, you know, and, <laughs> and we were just going one way and they were going the other way. And, and they're, they're honking. Rrr, rrr. <laughs> Now, like, can you get a ticket or arrested or uh, what? No, because you shouldn't be on that. You should. No, there's be there. no. You don't need a license. You there's know, no you don't have to do anything. There, right? yeah. yeah. And we got. Um, we sold the boat. We had to go from Hackensack to Long Island. And I said, Mark, I'm not going on that trip. I'm on a business. I'm in San Francisco. I'm not going. He goes, Well, we're we're leaving on Sunday. If you're back on Sunday, you have to come. I said, I'm not going to be back on Sunday. I'm. Uh, I'm no. He said, We're leaving on Friday. I said, I'm not going to be back on Friday. He said, well, you have to be back. If you're back, you're coming with us. So I'm in San Francisco, and I have the news on it here. An oil spill in the lower Hudson River has closed the river to all traffic. Oh, my God. So you made he it back. couldn't move the boat yeah. and had to wait, and then I had to go on the trip. And so that was – but the good part was the Coast Guard was everywhere. So if anything happened, they would have saved us. Like If we had started to sink, they would have saved us. Oh, my God. So you made it – he made it, obviously. Yeah, but this guy, like – we were driving the boat, and like this Coast Guard auxiliary guy comes by. Now Coast Guard auxiliary is like, you know, right. stop or I'll throw my walkie-talkie. At you, you know? <laughs> and this guy comes, and he's got like a hat on, like an admiral's hat, you know, like yeah. you know, and he's got stripes on his. And meanwhile, he's Coast Guard auxiliary, and he starts like, <laughs> "Hey, number one, you know, you're causing a, you're causing a, a, a wake. You gotta, you gotta slow down." And he's like, "I need to see your paperwork." And meanwhile, after four years in the boat, we were like fucking grifters. We had every store papers. Our papers are with this uh, organization, sir. Where's your insurance? Oh, our, our insurance is over here. We have to. So he's like, "You need to slow it down, otherwise I'm towing you in." And then he takes off. He's in this boat that he stands up and he takes off, and his hat goes flying off. And we're like, yeah, "He's not going back for that." Now, can you? Are places in Manhattan you can just dock? Like yeah, we we, like we freely, almost moved. Like, we almost moved to 79th Street yeah, right Basin. Yeah. yeah, but it was twenty thousand dollars just for the right to lease the slip, oh, and that was nineteen ninety. So oh shit, that's how much those boats cost down there. There's that, nowhere like yeah, a pier. Well, now it's probably a hundred thousand. Yeah, so. but there's nowhere like a pier you can just keep it for like three hours and then go into the city or five hours and go they, to the they city. They tried kicking eat. us out of the marina. We were we were in Newport Marina. The second marina was Newport Marina. It was owned by Sam Lefrak, mm-hmm. who owned Lefrak City, who right. has a wing of the right. Guggenheim named after him. That's right. And supposedly he would march up and down the marina screaming, why is that boat still here? <laughs> and, uh, uh, they kicked us out. They tried kicking us out. We, we, we got a lawyer, and, they, and we won. They yeah. said you have to go through the tenant-landlord agreement. And we were there for two years, and then finally they 
got the big corporate muckety mucks and so when you finally sold it like oh. you were probably just relieved when he finally oh my god who did you sell it to for how much uh, and then tell me paid the 30,000 for it yep I said one time I said Mark how did we get a $30,000 loan on a 1969 boat he goes because <laughs> the bank thinks it's a 86 Carver as opposed to a 1969 Owens. Uh, so we we lied about it. Oh my and God. so we got a loan. Yeah. We paid 30 and we sold it for 12, 10, 10,000. Oh my God. Of which we got six. <laughs> and then the guy never paid us the rest. Oh my and, Lord. Uh, I don't care. I was so happy. It was, I was so happy. Where did you live after that? I moved into the city. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. And you were working the whole time. You're like a functional human yes. being. Yes. This whole time on yeah. the boat. It's amazing. Then were, were you looking ragged in the morning at work? Like, Brian, no, are you it was, okay? It was, you <laughs> you would smell go like boat. sea First air all, and the Hudson. Kitchen, <laughs> the kitchen on the boat was nicer than my kitchen is now. Really? Yeah, it was beautiful. It had a counter. It had a microwave. It had an oven, a four-burner stove, a sink. It was fine. And, and you had two bathrooms. One was just a shower. One was a bathroom and a shower. Wow. Yeah. And did you have pictures? I have a picture of the exterior of the boat, but yeah, we got to get a picture. Now, did Captain Brian ever just be like, you're like taking the boat up by myself, grabbing a beer, you're sitting in the way? I mean, it was a big boat, (laughs) forty three. What about like television? Did you have television? Yeah, we had television, but we didn't have cable. So it was, but back in the day, you just have two, four, seven, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh well. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Did you get, I, you get my image is like I said of cocktail, but my other image is of me like sitting on the edge of the boat drinking a beer at sunset in the middle of the ocean and shit like that. But no. that never happened. Never <laughs> ever. We, that wasn't this the boat. Best, one time, one night, we went out and we went up to the hut. We went we went down to the World Trade Center and yep. we went a little bit up the East River and then we came back. That was the big highlight. That was a big trip. Damn. Never. You're crazy. You're crazy. Don't live on a boat don't live on a boat <laughs> well they say the best thing two best days are the day buys it and the day sells it yep there you go that's advice for all you kids out <laughs> yeah. there thinking about a boat there we go all right let's do the third corner um <clears throat> this is weird i don't think we've ever covered this neil whole foods or trader joe's i've been waiting i've been waiting, You've been waiting for this five one five years well now <laughs> neil got excited because you know this neil didn't know that world and then all of a sudden like Three, four years ago, they built both of them right next to his apartment. Yeah. And what, you never experienced Whole Foods or Trader Joe's? It's too far away for him. I'd always been just a Whole Foods man. I just I just didn't know about Trader Joe's. I didn't know the whole story behind yeah. it. I didn't know how I don't know cheap it was. Yeah. And so now that I've, I'm into Trader Joe's, I'm... Okay, which one? I mean, it's funny you say this because I love Trader Joe's, but during the pandemic, it's so freaking crowded. And the lines down the block. I've been back to Whole Foods just because mm. there's no line. And, uh-huh. But Whole Foods is super nice. I do love it, but I it's dramatically more expensive. It's dramatically more like, expensive. Yes. Like not like twenty six <laughs> cents. It's literally like a a Guinness for a six pack or whatever four pack of Guinness. Yeah, is like ten bucks at Whole Foods, and it's like six dollars a block away. So right. it's like a four dollar. It's a huge it's a financial huge difference. Yeah. Change. Like, shocking. Like, like why though? I like, don't understand why. Do it's do you, are you a prime member? You get the and you use your app. Yeah, at the but end. they don't they, I do all that at Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. I like getting the hot food and all this stuff. But Trader Joe's is dirt. I mean, it's crazy cheap. Like it's not dirt cheap. Cashews. Cashews. Yeah, cashews. I'm just giving you yep. they're ten dollars. Yep. And they're six. I mean, it's four dollars and four dollars and four dollars yep. difference. It's it's crazy. Yeah, so, your bill's so much cheaper. Well, come to the supermarket in my area named Ernest Klein, and then the Whole Foods <laughs> will be like a day at the beach compared to Ernest Klein. It's like they were selling a turkey there last year was seventy eight dollars. What turkey? Yeah. Oh, oh my so God. It's, it's just really. It's like a boutique, yeah, well, uh, yeah. supermarket that caters to tourists in Midtown, and so they can charge whatever they want. Well, right here they have Fairway, and then right next to Fairway there's Citarella, and Citarella is yeah. supposedly. I mean, you can't get chicken. It's the same chicken, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's right next door, but you know, crab cakes, whatever. It's right. just a little more high end, but they're right next to each other, and somehow they both survive. Mm-hmm. But one's more high end than the other one, or people perceive it as I don't know right. more high end food. Uh, I'm not exactly sure that's true, but Trader Joe's. You know, it's his own brand, so that's why the prices go down. There's no middleman. They sort oh, of like brand it. their own. Yeah, and they always have what I, Gina loves, my wife loves um, Trader Joe's. I mean, that's her big one. But lately, yeah. they both, some of them have different things. The Whole Foods thing, Amazon acquired Whole Foods for $13.7 billion in 2017. And you get 10% off of your Prime member. Right. And it's 
their delivery service, of course, because it's Amazon, is pretty excellent. You yes. know, like it comes in these crazy bags. And yeah, the bags got, are like, you know, like gift wrapped. Yeah, <laughs> gift wrapped. But he but literally means, buys into this cool. grocery store, I mean, at the greatest time ever, because then all of a sudden, the minute they buy it, the, the pandemic, pandemic hits. Yeah. That's a little sh- sketchy, right? Did no, he help? I don't maybe he did. Because Whole Foods, I mean, grocery stores obviously have no one's done better than grocery stores now yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just skyrocketing. I, I like both. I mean, there's Trader Joe's to me is the best thing about Trader Joe's is their snacks. They got good snacks. Yeah. Trader Joe's. First of all, it's, I go to Trader Joe's, but it's on 23rd street and I'm on 56. So I have to walk Uh, 30 blocks. Yeah. I walk there and then I take the bus home, but, uh, it's definitely worth it. And Whole Foods is a little far too, but Trader Joe's is better. Except their mayonnaise sucks. Don't get their mayonnaise. <laughs> no, there's a lot of stuff that's like clunky there yeah. for me. There's a lot of stuff. You got to find the right stuff. Yeah. You know, I get we fall in love with stuff there because it's like, oh, look at this. Look at this price on like their knockoff cheese doodles or whatever. Yeah. Right. And then you're like two minutes in. You're like, I got to go back to regular cheese doodles. These are, <laughs> these are brutal. <laughs> well, at first, when I first started going to the Trader Joe's in New York, the funniest thing is like the checkout people kind of talk to you. Has that, that, this oh, is, yeah, this, that's another thing. This Trader has Joe's has gone away because yes. it's, it's just too busy on the other side that, to have conversations. Mm-hmm. But a normal Trader no, no. Joe's, they're told to talk to you. Still here. No, this is the people in Trader Joe's are mental patient happy. It's yeah. to the point where it's like a weird cult, but it's yeah. in New York City. I'm not sure. It's hard to believe. They're like, I think if you test them, they're all on like Lexapro or something like that. They're yeah. just ca- a little calmer than everybody. It's so weird. They're so friendly. It's It throws you. They're like, Hey, did you find everything you need today? And <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, oh yeah, I love these chocolate. They chip always cookies. do that. I'm like, like they, aren't they yeah. delicious? Yeah. I eat so many of yeah. these. Well, I I've, tried to make a joke at Whole Foods, and I got the one cashier. I think there was something the matter with them, but I had bought something vegan, and I used that old joke. I'm a vegan. It's not because I love animals. It's just that I really hate plants. <laughs> there was no reply. So. No, no. Trader Trader Joe's is there for the conversation, and they always do what Lenny just said. They're like, because I always get my favorite thing at Trader Joe's is the chocolate cookie with the ice cream in the middle. Yes. And, and it's a really good. And they're like, oh. That's a great choice, <laughs> and then it, and like, and then I can go like, oh yeah, I really love these. I love them too, and it's one of my favorite. And next thing I know, I'm like literally into a 15 minute conversation, and, <laughs> yeah. and and then we ask him one day, as like, you yeah, you guys are super nice. He's like, well, they encourage us to talk to each customer, and oh, that's right. part of the Trader Joe's like thing. But I used and to have like, a joke okay. when I started comedy about like the, them judging your items, you know, like the, you know, like people who judge your items, like a cucumber, oh you know, whatever, God. and they're I like, oh, that. having a having a fun night, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> but it's like it's like you know, cucumber, uh, Vaseline, and and a TV dinner. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a wild yeah. night at your <laughs> house. You know, like, okay, relax. But it's like, I don't want to, I don't need the commentary. That's what I say to every cashier. You won't breathe a word about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is between me and you in the bag. Yeah, I like when they don't even pay attention. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like looking off into no. space. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. want them going like, Oh, these cookies! Like you, lo- and I get two boxes of them. And like you love, to- oh, you it must really the like show. these. It is a super. It's a shopping list right there. It's like oh, the Lenny, like yeah. a big night plan. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah, must yeah, really yeah. like these. And I'm thinking, you know what else I like? Silence. Yeah. I like silence. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, whenever I get a lot of fatty stuff, I just say, oh, my cholesterol was a little low this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they're a little, cr- but and the, then Morton Williams. Foods- you ever go to Morton Williams? No. The average age in Morton Williams is dead. <laughs> I was there and I swear to God this guy was complaining to the manager that the anchovy anchovies he bought three weeks ago gave him diarrhea and then he bought him again and they gave him diarrhea again and the manager wanted to kill himself <laughs> at Trader Joe's they're constantly ringing the bells and uh, it's like ding 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 you know they don't communicate via like uh, clean off yeah, what's through, that right? bell ring the bell they have a whole bell system I didn't write it down but they have I'm like one time three bells goes off like ding 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 I'm like did someone shoot someone <laughs> you know like I don't know what that and then you just see a body being dragged through the thing, you know but yeah no they, the, they have a whole bell system and yeah. But the lines no. are, of traders are out of control. They're out of control. They do move, but you, nobody has the patience visually after you see the line. Like if you go in there on a weekend, it is around the store, down. Does the anyone store. panic at the cashier when they're, they're – I don't know how that system works with the numbers at Whole Foods. And I – At Whole Foods. Oh, yeah, that yeah, system with I, the numbers. So let me I, explain I, this to people who don't know. Yeah. You get on three lines, so they're trying to separate the lines. And each – when you get to the line – there's like a it's it's one line it's like an A and a B line. Then a there's blue, a break. I was just there. Then blue a and a yellow. Yeah, it's a blue a, and a yellow light. 
But it's a there's a blue screen. There's like TV screens in front of you, and they so fuck it's like it up all the time. you're on the blue line. You only go when the blue numbers called, yes. right? And you see people going. They think they're on the blue line, That's but they're me. on the yellow line, and you just keep. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like no, you and then person. Then you know you're with somebody else who really it was their number. Their system is ridiculous, and it's just yeah. to separate the lines. But again, but it sends it, it into chaos. Too many people. If one yellow line breaks into the blue numbers, like it's this, it's this blue nine, and the guy in the yellow line takes off the blue nine. Yeah, what are you going to do? Then no. It's chaos. Whole chaos Foods is, is very stressful. Yeah. I, I get stressed at Whole Foods. There's always like a crazy person with a cart running around. Actually, during the pandemic, they limited the amount of people in there, and it was kind of calm. Yes. But, and another thing about Whole Foods is like you go to one part of the store, you buy olives, and then you're getting ready to check out and there's another whole olive section that you didn't know about. <laughs> so you got to go all the way back and take the olives back. Yeah. Oh, the, like you a, get your 10,000 steps in. It's a no, well, right. No, it's shopping. Well, Whole Foods is the first real grocery store that came to New York city, meaning there's actually space and there's actually, there is there's, space, there's, there's but space in the aisles you can move around. And there wasn't that. Uh, I've said whole this a hundred times. If you take a cart in New York city and shop with a shopping cart, you're dead to me. As a human being, <laughs> you are dead to me. What are you doing? You are taking up too much room. You can do that at Whole Foods. You can barely do it all. Like yeah. ten people can do that at Whole Foods. What do you mean? You just carry the basket? Carry the basket, uh. and if it's you got too much stuff for the basket, fuck you. Come <laughs> back seriously. The, you can't. The, yeah, how are you is, getting it all home? Well, this is I not just a bought. Place, I yeah. just bought. I officially turned. The ages and my officially turned old. I bought one the of those cart. carriers. Oh my yeah, lord! With the wheels on it. Oh ah, yeah, to get, it's yeah. over. And you it's get the th- three cent yeah. discount. The three cent <laughs> discount that they always yeah. get you yes. on. <laughs> That's gonna add up. And the next thing, is, Brian, why don't you just get a walker with one of the baskets? <laughs> <Mike. Brian>. <laughs> <laughs> if the discount oh, was more, I know they do guilt you on the bag thing too. I just went to Whole Foods and they're like, "Do you want bags?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I need bags. I, I'm I'm standing uh, here." You know and they're just like. Pfft. Like yeah, they, you're yeah. supposed to bring your own like, bag. I'm not bringing my own yeah. bag. I'm never yeah, bringing my own bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of communist are you? Recycle my bag. Use yeah. recycle bags. I'll put the bag. I'll bring the bag back if you want to dump it into a bag pile. But give me a break. Give me a bag. I'm not schlepping a bag. I can never remember to bring the bag. Right. You know. Oh, my wife buys everything there, and they have these like yogurt O's. It's like Cheerios, but with like you know strawberry. And we all mm-hmm. started liking them until we all realized like. It give you so much gas. <laughs> this whole house is like a Are cloud of <laughs> apparently. Yeah, which one? What is that? It's out. called yogurt O's, and oh, Birdie okay. just pulls the the yogurt ones out. The, mm-hmm. this, it's, they're Cheerio flavor, but then they pepper them with the yogurt ones, and that's all Birdie will eat. So oh, of really? course she takes all of those. I'm like, I'm done with this food. Let Birdie <laughs> eat it and fart at school. Thank you very much. So, all right. So, what are your favorite foods? We have time for a couple minutes here. Favorite, favorite foods. foods at either Whole Foods uh, or Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's enchiladas are awesome. Okay. Frozen enchiladas because you just buy tons of them and just <laughs> pop them in the microwave, and two and a half minutes later, you're that in is Mexico. pretty good. They also make actually really good um, um, cocktail weenies. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like with the stuff on I'll them. Try yeah, those next it's time. it's pretty good. Um, the yeah. one thing I won't get is because at the height of the pandemic, I went to Trader Joe's and the, and I panicked and it was panic had set in and I there was not one frozen thing left in all of Trader <laughs> Joe's except the Indian tampori. Tampori is like not buy that. the Indian rice. And I'm like, OK, you can never buy that because everything was gone except this like right. 10 of this one thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it must have been the worst of all. <laughs> this. So whatever that Indian tampori, it was like, OK, you never can buy that. But. Well, I, I like a lot of stuff at Trader Joe's. I do. I love. I like a lot of things. I love the desserts. Yep. Uh, I like the little. You know, the uh, all the nuts are super cheap. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I, I like all the stuff. And then at the last little aisle, when I go through, I buy all that shit, like the mints and the. Oh, this. on the and way they out. Get they get me on the, They get $2. me on those purchases. But Whole Foods has which we like. I, I like. I like the hot the food section. They have really good macaroni and cheese and, and some of that food I do like. Okay. If you step out of line at that cash register, there should be a guy there with a cattle prod to tase you. <laughs> because <laughs> once you step out, you got to go back. back. At Traders? Yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 there is a mark and then they're like, oh, I got to get this and then they run over. Yeah. You're out. <laughs> now that's a that's your next job if things fall apart again yeah. that's a job you get the guy that's on the ladder that tells you I what line that. to go yeah, that would be yeah. a, that would I could that's see you that that's next Gina's favorite food are the coconut chocolate almonds um, SD actually from the conversation likes the sea salt ones mm-hmm. um, but the coconut yeah, chocolate we have almonds the dark chocolate yeah, almonds. Da- 
Try the ones with the coconut. Okay. Literally, Gina, during the pandemic, would risk her life to go back. <laughs> and they were always out. And she's like, and we had to ask the manager, are these coming in anytime soon? Or did they discontinue it? Because my wife is going to have a nervous breakdown uh, if you don't. She doesn't have her coconut chocolate arms. At Whole Foods, I like these things called burritos. They're like huh. cheese pot. It's like cheese doodles, but they're much lighter. And they have a vegetable one and a cheese one. I recommend that. And they're nut mixes. They're nut, mm-hmm. you know, they're Chex Mix nut stuff. They got a ton of those. Uh, I recommend I, that. I, I walk my dog with this Italian guy, and he says the Trader Joe's pizza is as good as you get in Italy. No the way. Margarita pizza. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to have to find out. Well, there's some tips for you. Yes. So which way? Wait. So finally, let's wrap it up. Which do you, Which would you rather go? If you had, you know, gun to your head, which where are you going? Full Foods or Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's. Neil? If I had to go like one time for the rest of my life, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's sweeps. <laughs> sweeps right at the oh, buzzer. Oh, is that why you did it? Because the supermarket sweeps? Oh, no. That's good. Oh, it's that's funny. a good tie-in, though. Quick story about that. Gina saw, thought supermarket sweeps easy. I can do that show, blah, blah, blah. But then the pandemic hits, and they have the line outside, and they only let a certain burst of people in. Yeah. So she goes in, and she's running around doing the same thing, trying to get to all the people. So she's basically doing her own supermarket oh, sweep, yeah. you know? And then she panics. Because like people are at the frozen food, she's like, "Oh, I gotta grab something else before they get it." Going to get her almonds, then she's going back to. She gets home, she's like all frazzled. What? She goes, "I can't do supermarket sweep. I wouldn't be able to do good in that show. I can't even do it during the pandemic." And there's no. All right, so and there you go. All right, our fourth uh, thing today is we played with you the last time in advertising Am I quiz. Out? Yes, Neil's gonna. Uh, we did an advertising quiz the last time, and we're gonna do one again. We're just gonna put Neil in the soundproof booth. Going to go into Bertie's room, Neil? Okay. Or into the bedroom and close the door? Are you back there? Yeah. All right. So this is advertising. Don't listen. This advertising quiz is what we did last time. Exactly the same thing. Um, I give you the slogan. You just got to give gotcha. me the company. All right. right. So if I said every kiss begins with K, you'd say K Jewelers. I would. You would? Yes, would. Okay. Here we go. 15 questions. We'll see if you and Neil Potter can get them all right. And then if you do, I have a tiebreaker at the end. Sure. Okay. Just do it. Nike. Yeah. Think different. Apple. Yep. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Oh, that's uh, uh, McDonald's. Yeah. You know who wrote that song? Who? Justin Timberlake. Did he? You're kidding. No. He wrote the jingle. He wrote that, yeah. Wow. That's a great... I'm going to have to... That's a great thing. Google that shit. <laughs> okay. Um, they're great. Uh, Frosted Flakes. Yep. The Breakfast of Champions. Wheaties. Yep. Bet you can't eat just one. Bet you can't eat just one. Uh, Lay's potato chips. Yep. So easy a caveman can do it. Geico. Yep. What's in your wallet? Uh, what's in your wallet? That's that bank. Uh, shit. Ooh, let me get my buzzer out. I can't think of the bank. Uh, you want to come back? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Capital One. Yes. Obey Your Thirst. Gatorade? Nope. Oh. Ouch. Good to the last drop. Uh, Maxwell House? Yep. We bring good things to life. GE? Oh, I got a funny story about that. Okay. Don't leave home without it. Uh, American Express? The best a man can get. Gillette? Yep. And when it absolutely positively has to be there overnight. FedEx. Yep. Is it in you? Is it in you? Is it in you? That's what I said to her. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. (laughs) That was your boat pickup line? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No? I don't know. know. Okay. All right. So you got uh, 13 out of 15. Yeah. And um, when, when we get to that spot for GE, we'll have, uh, we'll, you'll tell the story. Okay. All right. Neil, come on back. Um, he got 13 out of 15. <sighs> That's depressing. <laughs> and he's got a story in the middle, so we're going to stop a little bit in the middle. So, right. okay, here we go. It's the same thing as last time. I give you a, a, a company and their slogan. I mean, I give the slogan. You give me the product, the company. <laughs> so every kiss begins with K. You just say K Jewelers, okay? okay? K Jewelers. No, that's oh, not one shit. of them. Okay, number one, just do it. Nike. Yep. Think different. Apple. I'm loving it. McDonald's? Yep. And Brian, tell him your fact. Justin Timberlake wrote that. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. When he was a young kid? 
I guess longer. he was younger than he is now, but I mean, <laughs> like in his in sync days or those. I think it days? was after. Okay, but he has a song, and they they must have paid him a fortune. Yeah, I was yeah. just, oh my what god. What was what was McDonald's before that? It was uh, not sure. The, the, got a million the Big Mac song have a double patty special no, sauce. No, no. Geez, no, that was like the seventies, Neil. There's a whole there's like forty five of these jingles. They're great. Tony the Tiger, Frosted Flakes. Yes. The, the Breakfast of Champions. Uh, Cheerios? Nope. No, not Cheerios. Shit, sorry, Neil. So Wheaties. Yes. God dang it. All right, I meant should we Wheaties. give it to him, Brian? I meant sure, Wheaties. Hell right. yeah, you should give it to me. We'll give it to him. Bruce right. Jenner popped in. Does that matter? Does that help <laughs> um, Bet you can't eat just one. Uh, oh, shit, that's a famous one. Bet you can't oh. just one. Good thing we gave you that breakfast of champions. My brain freezes up like that. I've got, that that was you, a tough one. Bet you can't eat. I want to say like Lay's potato chips. Yes. So easy a caveman can do it. Geico? Yep. Uh-huh. What's in your wallet? Uh, What's in your wallet? Capital One? Yep. Yes. Obey oh, your shit. thirst. Oh, shit. Gatorade? Sorry, both you guys got that Snapple? wrong. Yeah. Sprite. Uh, Sprite. So close. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House. Yep. <laughs> those, those are the worst. We course. bring good things to life. I've auditioned for uh, coffee commercials. They're always horrible. Uh, we bring good things to life. Yep. I know that one. <laughs> we bring good. Can you sing it for me? Mm-hmm. We bring good things to life. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. It's on the tip of my tongue. We bring Wait. good things to life. Nestle? No. Shit. G E. Yeah. I knew it was something. I just All right, Brian, tell so, me the story. So we had uh, this was back in the day. We had just won the AOL account, and so we're getting briefed on AOL, and there's maybe thirty people in the room, and and they're like, okay, so with AOL, you get email, and it's only nine dollars a month, and everyone's <laughs> right. like, nine dollars. I'm gonna pay shit for email. <laughs> but if you uh, you can get the uh, yeah, their search engine, it's only another $11 a month. Everyone's like, fuck that. You know, I, I, I don't pay anything. Yeah. And everyone's like griping. And all of a sudden, my boss goes, listen, I got news for you guys. GE does not bring good things to life. <laughs> we are in the business of bullshitting. <laughs> Sell the product. <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, all right, Neil, let's Do continue. Do you love Mad Men? Was it your greatest I show I never ever? saw one episode of Are you serious? <laughs> it's the best. It's my top five shows of all because time. Because when I started working in advertising, those people were the Mad Men. Right. Who were now very old. Right. But. I talked to them and they said that nah, it's not that it was not that. So that's uh, what I'm saying. So. I would watch it. Just it's okay. great. Even from the advertising standpoint, it's great. You know what All I right. mean? That, so um, then we'll talk about it if you go watch that. But it, I mean, uh, I got uh, I know. Right. All right. Just to, for one hour podcast. Damn, we need another right. pandemic. Damn it. All right. Mad men. Um, you keep going. Neil, you got to run the table now or you lose. All right. All right. I'm a deep. There's a tough one. In yeah. there that I got wrong. Okay. Don't leave home without it. Uh, just like the the whole break in the story threw me off. So I was on a roll. I feel like you got good to the last drop. Maxwell House. We bring good things to life as GE. Don't leave home without it. I know this is a famous one. Yes. You don't leave American Express. Yes. There you go. All right. He's back. Uh, The best a man can get. Uh, Gillette. Yep. When it absolutely positively has to be there overnight. Oh, man. I've auditioned for FedEx like a thousand times. <laughs> uh, you're doing too much. That's all I remember every time I audition. You're doing too much. Well, FedEx was at the, my agency, and I would go in and doing say, don't too much. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked me. I knew you did. I knew um, you cut out the tape. You're like, hold on. Uh, cut 226 to 232. Cut that guy completely yeah. out of the tape. All right, Neil. This is for the, uh, the tie. Okay. Okay. Is it in you? Is it in you? Which I said was Brian's pickup line on the boat. Yeah, I was about to say, it does sound sexual. Is it in you? So definitely a company that would want to do like a sexual innuendo. Is it in you? Yep. Is it in you? Can you sing it? Uh, What did Neil say to Bethel last night? (laughs) 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 Hey-oh! Do you feel it? Uh, Wait, uh, hit me with the song. The jingle. There's no jingle for that. Okay. It's very intense. Is it in you? Where I'd want to see... Oh, is it in you? Yeah. Uh, it's intense. I didn't get this one, so... It's got to be something sporty, like something like that. Isn't there like a that. time limit, Lenny? Uh, oh, yeah, I know, yeah, right? Yeah. Come on, Neil. 
Do I get a timeout? Come on now. All right. Is it in you? Yeah. Because I want to get to that story <laughs> in the last. Any, I don't have any guesses. I'll just go with a. Uh, like, is it in you? So it's. Is it a national yep. brand? It's huge. It's a huge, huge brand. Is it in you? Come on, Neil. I, the only thing that pops in is Gatorade. Yes! Is that right? Oh, yes! Oh, oh, yeah. Holy wow. shit! Wow. Wow. What a pull. <laughs> what a pull. All right, we go to the tiebreaker. First oh. person who answers okay. wins. All right, everybody, hands on buzzers. Yeah. First person who says it wins. Yeah. And I'll have to go back to the tape. This is going to be very close. Sure. Okay. Pardon me. Do you have any... Great Poupon. Yes, oh. Brian Flynn! <laughs> Ah, oh, he won anyway, Neil. You saw You have to pull in that big one out. Oh, that was a Did great one. Did you know one. that one? No, I of hadn't course. even. My mind hadn't even started. <laughs> he was I was so happy on Gatorade. I was still listening. <laughs> hit, hit me with the whole thing. Let me see if I would have gotten. Uh, pardon me. Do you yeah. have any? Oh, That's it, man. Yeah, great yeah. poop. Great job. Great if job. You would have gone. A car pulls up. The window rolls down. Then oh, I would have gotten okay. it. But yeah, sorry. All right, let's go. Uh, the way we end this show is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. I will start because I have Neil's got a great story to tell, and he'll go last. Wait, can I ask one more question sure. before you do it? Sure. Did you ever? It was your dream to ever come up with like, like, plot, plot, fizz, fizz. Like, is that was that the gold standard for everybody in advertising? Like, I want to have one of these. Like, Moments. just do it. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'd rather yeah. hit a home run in the seventh game of the world series do you, but, uh, do you, you think know. the plop plop fizz fizz guy like when he wrote it he's like oh i got this fucking thing <laughs> i don't it's funny because like those people are never really that famous like they'll be like oh yeah that's the guy that wrote yeah. be all that you can right. be but no one ever knows who he is you right know? so huh. uh well i do have a story didn't i tell the story the last time Quickly. i can't believe i ate the whole thing or plop plop fizz fizz that guy peter knows the plop plop fizz fizz one guy. of them used to come into the restaurant i worked at all the time oh really and he was in love with bethel Oh right, and he brought. His, oh yeah, <laughs> he brought his. Uh, he's dead now, so I can make fun of him. Uh, he brought his shows up to Bethel one day, and he got. He goes, "I got. A g- I got a gift for you, honey." And he brought Bethel his ex, his dead wife that just passed away, all her underwear. Because oh. <laughs> 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 like, I thought you'd want all this underwear, and Bethel's just like, "Oh," and she. I remember she brought it back in the back in the kitchen, and we were. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It was like big ass, oh, big ass yeah, bloomer. <laughs> like, that is so uh, disgusting. That, and this guy thought he was doing like a solid oh, fail, like a God. solid. That's the guy who wrote plop plop. Fizz, I think he was either. I can't believe he ate the whole thing. Or one of those two. Thing. Well, that's what he said. That, that's how he wrote it. Yeah, he sees so, giant so like, panties. He was like, man. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Bethel had so many people that uh, loved her at that restaurant. Every yeah, he had like man. ten people. Oh man! When one left, the other one came in. It's like they're all waiting outside. It's Bethel's table, please. Uh all right. My one good thing of the week is uh, it was Rosh Hashanah this week, and mm-hmm. once oh, again, yeah. Neil asked me every year to put him in the book of life. Go in there and pray for him uh-huh. to put him in the book of life for another good year. He's and need I need more than that. I yeah. think Neil's old me from last year because he's he's done so much this year. Yeah. You you got me in the book. And he's still alive, so that's good. I got him in the book last year, so Neil, I, you know how busy I was. I may no, not have I, mentioned I, you. At this point, I might have to uh, convert here. It looks like the Jewish God is the correct anyway, one. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. Hope it's a better year than we've just had, yeah. except for, you know. Screw screw your I'm, Catholic I'm God. Screw Jews your Catholic God. God. Changes. <laughs> uh, Brian, you got a one good thing? Uh, or one let me thing see. I took this homeless woman out to lunch. Whoa. Are you serious? Get a, yeah, to help her get oh, a, shit. Uh, You're a like the apartment. F- you're like the male Bethel. She's yeah. German. She's from Germany, and uh, she sells these braids. She make these braids in the park and sell them. But the problem was, she would like sell them for like fifty dollars, and there was like a yeah. dollar's worth of yarn. <laughs> I'd say, why don't you sell them for five dollars? And then that's when you realize like why they're out on the street because right. she didn't like that. But she's German, and I said, so what are you gonna do uh, this summer? Are you gonna still make the braids? She goes, no, nah, I think I'm gonna get into the bubbling. I'm like bubbling. What's that? You know, you make the giant bubbles for the little kids. It's good money in that. Oh, so, the big bubbles. bubbles. Can yeah. you say the first line again of that story? Uh, about the bubbles? No, the first line of the story. It's so I good. took a homeless woman to. Love. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Oh, Where'd you take it to lunch? I was like, what do you take she this outdoor place? My first thought is, was she like pretty? Like she <laughs> said, I, I knew her and her husband and their cat, and they lived in the park, and then he died, and so I. But how do you have the her. conversation to get a homeless mm-hmm. person to she lunch? She needed some references. Like, do so you go? I'd like to take you to lunch. I said, let's talk about it over lunch. So, and yeah. then she got like a big ass like cart with shit. 
like uh, not big. She got definitely has stuff. I think she had she had a temporary <laughs> residence at the time. So. I see. So in that big cart with all her homeless stuff is like outside the table. No, she left it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I told her. <laughs> okay, you're you're oh, you're like the. Uh, it's like I'm taking her lunch. She goes, I got lunch right here in the car. <laughs> yeah. By the way, did you know that there's going to be a supermarket sweep cart? If you see it, take a picture of it. It's coming in into New York. It's going to be a giant cart mobile and coming do we, down. Do I win anything? Uh, they'll hand coupons out there. Oh yeah. Actually, that would be good for your friend there. They, sure. And they'll have Val packs, and for there's a lot of free stuff you can win in there. So hand okay. the, make sure she gets that stuff. Okay. Um, Neil, go ahead. Oh yeah, I had a crazy moment today. So can I, you uh, do it in like three yeah, minutes I'll do it or in less? Ten seconds. Okay. I mean, ten seconds. No, go ahead. This I, is too funny. Take I go your time. to the. I haven't. Done, I haven't gone this. I haven't been angry in a long time, and so I. <laughs> I pulled. I can't find a parking place. Neil is all, not all a the, yeller. All the parking's gone, and the New York. They're made bike lanes everywhere. There's nowhere to park. So I had to go to the garage last night. Put it in the car. I'm like, how much is this going to be overnight? He's like, $28. But if you come back before, like, if you come back before 8 a.m., mm-hmm. it'll be like $30 total. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot, $30 to park a freaking car. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And I come back, and the guy's like, so I go to get my car this morning. The guy's like, $52 or 50 something dollars. I'm like, no, it's 30 You can promise me. He's like, it's $52. And uh, fuck you. And the guy's like, screw you. He takes my car. And I'm like, no, no, no. The guy told me last night. I'm just telling you what he said. He said it's going to be 30. Yeah. And he's like, gets in my car, starts driving back, putting it back in the thing. Oh my God. And I'm like, I got to get my car out of here. I'm like, OK, OK, 50 is fine. 50 is fine. And so <laughs> and so I just I literally hop in my car. So I knew I got to get in my car. Right. So he gets out. I get out. I'm, I'm like in the car now. I don't I'm like. Fuck you. I'm never mad. I go crazy because he kind of told me to fuck off. So I'm like, yeah. it was $30. I'm not paying you shit. And, and I start yelling at this guy. I'm like, F you. And he's like, F you. Screw you. I'm Get out. And I roll up my window and I'm like, well, I'm not paying you. And I'm stuck in the middle. So anyways, it escalates. It escalates. So I'm like, what I, I'll pay you. Here's my credit card. Take it out of my credit card. He goes and takes it out of my credit card. Wings the credit card back into my car, throws it. And I'm, I'm going to come. I'm like, I'm going to get out there. And it's just a little guy. I don't know what I'm doing. I've, now I've lost my mind. Yeah. We're both in mass. We're both literally yeah. yelling at each other, right? But for some reason, I told Lenny, I just, I don't, like an ease pours over me, mm-hmm. you know, because I paid, which is 24 hours. I'm like, I deserve to be in here. And I'm stuck in the entrance. So now there's like 80, there's at least five cars honking. They're all trying uh-huh. to get in. He's like, you got to go, sir. You got to go, sir. And I'm like, oh, I got to go. And the cars are honking. So now it's like eight cars Good. and everybody's honking. He's like, he's panicking. He's running around. I'm like, oh, hold on a second. And I have my coffee and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm taking a sip of coffee in my window. <laughs> and now, now he's like, Bye. he's yelling, help. <laughs> he calls all the other tenants are coming over. And then I, I, all the stuff he touched, I got out my COVID spray and I'm like spraying the steering wheel and, <laughs> and I'm spraying the handles and I'm sipping the coffee. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just getting the car ready and i'm just having the greatest time ever and it just spiraled out and he is livid and so i feel like i won because i had such a good time at the end (laughs) there was like five car attendants there trying to get me to move at least 10 cars honking and then and then i did the last thing which i didn't tell lenny i pull out to the very edge of the curb and there's literally a line down the thing Uh and then i'm like (laughs) <laughs> Another coffee. It was so, uh, but oh, I don't know man. what it was. Totally a New York moment. And I lost my mind. What Neil doesn't know is he charges credit card seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. We'll see. We'll see. It's cra- It's just you know. Welcome to New York. I man. have not yelled like that at a guy. Like been yelling. Some guy. I have not yelled. Had a guy yell at me like oh, "f man. you" right to my face. Really? Oh man, I got a hair trigger now for some of these people that walk around. I mean, there's there's and it's my wife says this is going to get worse. So you better figure out a way to. To get on it because we were at the playground with Birdie and we're sitting in this like little boat thing and we're surrounded by plastic and these kids are throwing water balloons mm-hmm. and uh, Gina's in there with her and I'm watching this. I'm over the top just looking down into this plastic hole basically and these kids are throwing. I could see the mom not too far away w- helping fill the water balloons in a crowded what could go wrong, right? right. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear boom! This kid missed his brother and hit the side of the thing. If there's no thing there, hits Gina right in the head, right? Jeez. So then I'm like, okay. So I I make eye contact with the lady. Nothing happened, and I'm cool with that, but I make eye contact with the lady, and the father saw it all happen, and he's got to go. So he tells the kids, you got to play on the other side of the thing. Just all, right. keep it over there, you know? And then sure enough, the mom still saw it all happen, still doing the water balloons, right? And this kid 
comes, it starts to seep back in, and I look over. This kid misses, bro. Same shot, hits the same side. Ugh. Boom! Birdie jumps. Gina jumps, and it would have really hit my wife right in the head. And I look at this kid, and I go, "Hey, <laughs> right? Stop it right now! Yeah. You know, yeah. enough with the balloons. Yeah. That's all I said, right? Yeah. But like that, yeah. this kid fucking he must be four, yeah. five. <laughs> this like kid that. shot." Right, and he still goes run very slowly. Goes back over to his mom, yeah. whatever. And now the mom saw it. She saw me, right? Oh, no. And she's like, "I'm gonna take it over." Right? This woman decides to come over and give her voice. I'm like, "Okay, oh, bring it on." Oh, oh, no. And Gina is under that hole, going, yeah. "Oh shit!" You know, like you're picking on the wrong guy. You know, she, comes, <laughs> yeah. I, she goes, like, "Please bring your husband too, because I am gonna motherfuck these two <laughs> all the way out of the park." And she comes walking over, and she just go, she goes. Please don't talk to my child like that. And I go, your child almost hit my wife in the head twice, mm-hmm. right? I go, and I just stare at her. That's a good look. And this lady just sort of backs, <laughs> literally backed up out of the situation. I'm like, that's it. And Gina finally, so she's playing with Birdie and trying to keep Birdie. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing really, no, nothing to see here, Birdie. You know, <laughs> Daddy's fighting ah. over and there. Fighting, I'm fighting in the playground. And I never moved. I never moved one inch. I didn't yeah. move. None of us moved. Mm-hmm. But they're just lucky. So I'm just waiting for a tap on the shoulder from this guy. You know, the husband, and I'm like, I can't wait. Please go get him. Go get him. So I, because I I was going to lose it in the middle of this park. There was going to be a scene in the park. But okay. Anyway, everybody calm down. You know, New York's coming back. New York's York's coming back. back. That is the moral of the story. Brian Flynn, Twitter's account is at Brian Flynn. So good. Our website, this uh, cargocollective.com. No, uh, No? Brian, B R Y A N Flynn, F L Y N N dot net. Dot net. Yeah. Okay. They also come into Netflix as a story of a young man that buys a boat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sit right back in your healer. <laughs> Brian, thanks for coming back. Right, we love great. having you, you on. It was a lot of fun. You See you guys next week. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for The Last Button Podcast.